Hey, 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 how's it going out there, my mushroom lovers? Oliver Carlin here, and I'm the Mushroom Man. Today, I want to talk to you about two ways to grow morel mushrooms at home outdoors, the slurry and spawn methods. So the big question is this. With over 10,000 different species of mushrooms, how do people that want to benefit from their various medicinal properties accurately identify them in the wild, grow them at home, or make them taste delicious without having to read confusing medical reports and possibly eating a poisonous look-alike by mistake? That's the question, and this podcast will give you the answer. My name is Oliver Carlin, and welcome to Curative Mushroom. All right, so... The morel mushroom. Now, this mushroom, there is a lot of controversy when it comes to growing the morel mushroom, okay? And uh, the other day, I was watching a YouTube video, um, the urban farming guy, um, and he was growing, he was doing a slur, spore slurry method, and he was growing the morels, and he showed how he was doing it. And he had morel mushrooms popping up all over his property. I mean, he was very, very successful at doing it. And he sold a course um, on how to do it. So immediately, you know me, I went and bought the course. I had to know why he was so successful at doing this. And because check it out, you know, with the morel mushrooms, how cool would it be if you could um, create your own morel mushroom patch, your own secret patch? We all know all the, if there's a spot where morel mushrooms grow, there's a 90% chance, 90% chance that people already know about that patch and you'll never be able to get your own morel mushrooms because by the time you get there, people have already beat you to it. It's a very competitive season. As soon as morels start popping up, everyone's out and it's hard to get them. Unless you have your own secret patch that no one else knows about, good luck, right? Finding the morel mushroom. Well... The cool thing is, what if you can create your own secret patches that no one knows about? And that's the cool thing about the um, being able to know how to grow morel mushrooms outdoors successfully. And like with the urban farming guy, you know, in his video, he he um, when he does his, he grows them all around his property. He has them po um, popping up all around his property, so that's pretty cool. Now. If you can, if you can have your own secret patch, right, then that's going to allow you to be able to harvest all these delicious choice edible mushrooms all year long so you can take them home, you can enjoy eating them and cooking and having an abundance. And heck, if you, if, you get, if you really create a lot of these spots that grow them, you could get a bunch of them and follow my other videos and podcasts on how to dry them and store them for up to 12 months. Then you can enjoy morel mushrooms for 12 months out of the year, not just the four months that they're in season, right? And not only that, how cool would it be to be able to sell them? I mean, these things sell. Heck, if you, the urban farming guy, I mean, if you look at the morel he bought that was dried in a bag, it was selling for like $300. I don't, I don't know how come he was spending so much money on morels. I know you can get them cheaper than that, but I'm just saying they're very expensive mushrooms. So imagine you being able to sell them. If you want to do that, you can make some extra money as well. So, how do we do it? How do we grow the morel? So, for me, I, what I did was I did some research and I found how to grow them. The most popular methods were going to be spore slurry 
or um, grain spawn, morel spawn, okay? Obvi uh, for the, the best method is gonna be using the morel spawn method, and the reason for this is because it's already created mycelium growth, so it's further along in the process, and so it's more resistant, and it's gonna be able to grow. So your, your chances of um, growth and everything is gonna be much larger using the spawn method, okay? Okay, but we don't have to do that, right? We can do the slurry method, and I, I really like the slurry method, and I'm gonna tell you why. When um, So what I did was I bought um, Urban Farming Guide's course, right? Went through it, and he basically, well, I'm gonna explain it to you. Basically what he does is he gets a blender, and he gets one morel mushroom, right? So he, he had a dry morel mushroom that he had bought. And it doesn't matter if you got a fresh one, a dry one, doesn't matter. The spores are still in it, okay? Now, one key thing that he mentioned was make sure that you only use one morel mushroom. Don't use two different mushrooms in your slurry. And the reason for this is if you use two different ones, they're going to have competing spores. The spores from one of the morels can compete with the spores of the other. I know it sounds crazy, but that's just the way the morel is. Remember, people have very uh, um, people have, have trouble understanding this mushroom for centuries. They still don't. It's a very unpredictable mushroom. So I definitely agree with him. Just stick with one mushroom. You don't want anything to mess this up. So you put that one mushroom into the blender, right? Along with that, you're going to put, um, well, he, he, you know, he says lightly rinse it first, but don't rinse it too much and rinse all your spores away. Then you're going to take one fresh cup of wood shavings or boiled rye grain and then use filtered water and fill up the blender. You're going to give it a quick blend, but you don't want it to be like a smoothie, okay? You want it to be chunks about the size of corn kernel in there. So just a qu quick couple taps, blend it together. Now, for this method, he uses 25-gallon buckets, 25-gallon buckets, okay? But at first, we're gonna just start with one five-gallon bucket. So we take one five-gallon bucket, and we're gonna add the mix from the blender. Then we're gonna fill the bucket the rest of the way up with filtered water. We're gonna add two tablespoons of non-sulfured molasses, one tablespoon of salt, and then we're gonna put an air pump in the bottom of the bucket. And I put a link to this in my article. Okay, it's like one of the ones you use in an aqua fish tank. And that just allows air bubbles to, to get in there and prevents um, bacteria and other stuff growing. Because what we're gonna do is we're gonna leave this bucket for 24 to 48 hours. We're gonna cover it with a towel around 70 degrees, so about room temperature. And we're gonna leave it with the air pump running for 24 to 48 hours. Don't go longer than 48 hours. You don't want other stuff growing. Now, you take your other 19 buckets and you evenly distribute that spore slurry into those other 19 and then you're going to fill the rest of the buckets up with filtered water. Now, what we're gonna do is we're gonna add one cup of fresh wood ash. Okay, so if you got a wood stove at home, go ahead and burn up some elm ash or apple tree, get some wood chips or something, burn it up and get some of that ash. You can put one cup into each bucket and give it a quick mix. And make sure it's fresh ash. You don't want ash that's already been um, water on it because it, all the, the nutrients in that ash is already gone. We all know morels love ash and burned areas. So there you go. Now you've got 25 gallon buckets full of this 
billions of these morel spores all in these buckets, right? So now what you want to do is you want to spread your slurry. So you want to find areas that are shady, preferably around roots of trees. And um, if you can, find elm, ash, or apple trees because that's where they, they typically have been shown to grow. And you're just going to give it a quick, uh, just, just kind of dump it there. And, and then you're going to cover the area with a couple inches of wood chips like ash, apple, or um, elm wood chips and you're going to likely lightly rake them into the soil a little bit so you you dumped your buckets into the dirt around the tree roots then you rake it in with some wood chips into the dirt so the morel spores get down in the dirt but we're putting we're adding those wood chips right so even if you're not near an apple or an elm or an ash tree you're still putting those type of wood chips into the dirt with it so it'll allow it to grow Okay, now you're going to water the area for a week or two just to keep it moist and then you're done. Then you, now the best time to do this is right after morel season just finished. Okay, so around September, right? So right when summer, you know, about ending early fall, that's when you're going to want to do this because that gives it enough time before the next morel season starts to grow. Now the catch to this, the reason we do 20 buckets, because like we've talked about in other videos, the morel mushroom is very unpredictable and his success rate his success rate with growing these is um, about 40%, okay? So even though you're doing all this with the buckets, you're only going to get about 8 or 9 of those spots that you would, that you would put the bucket to actually grow morels. Remember, it's very unpredictable mushroom and but if you get 40% success rate, you know we're doing really good. That's why we want to spread them into different areas. And then you've got, um, and that's pretty much the slurry method. So um, that's the way he's done it, and he's, he does it very, very successfully. Okay. Now, we can also use mushroom spawn. Now, this method is more along the lines of what Paul Stemmitz teaches in his mushroom, uh, in his book, um, growing medicinal mushrooms. So that's not the name of the book, something like that. I don't remember. But anyway, in his book, he talks about this and it's in relation to the, the patent. Well, no, no, no. The outdoor method isn't patented. Sorry. Um, but, um, anyway, so we'll get into the indoor method that is patented in another podcast coming up later. So if you do want to grow them indoors, just know it's possible. And we are going to cover that. But right now we're talking about outdoors. So for the, the spawn method, like I said, this is going to be a little bit um, higher success rate than the spore method. So what for this is you're going to take 10 gallons of peat moss, one gallon of gypsum, which is calcium sulfate, and then up to five gallons of ash from wood chips, preferably again, elm, ash, or apple. And you're going to mix five pounds of morel spawn. So you got to have a pretty big mix of this um, morel spawn. Um, and then you're going to find a bed location. Again, you can do this at, at home in a shady area, or you can find it out in the covered area in the woods where, um, again, it's around the roots of trees that, that would uh, mimic its natural environment to grow in. And then you're going to set up your mushroom bed there. Okay, now to do this, you're going to want to... Um, your substrate is going to be about four inches um, 
Well, actually, before we do that, we're gonna find the shady, shady area. We want it to be well-drained. We don't want it like overwhelming, like muddy and stuff like that. And then we're gonna remove all the top soil until it's just mineral earth exposed. So get like a rake with you, a shovel maybe, and scrape away that top section of earth until you get down to the mineral part of it, okay? And typically, this, the mix that we're gonna talk about will cover a four foot by four foot square area, okay? <laughs> then we do our mix. And then we're gonna lay this bed right there in that spot. So our mixture will be about four inches deep. And then we're gonna saturate the water with area, with area, <laughs> with water. We're gonna saturate the water. And then again, just like the other slurry method, we're gonna ignore it again until next morel season. Now again, it's a good idea to put a couple inch layer of hardwood chips on top of the area and rake it in just like we did with the slurry method. So very similar, right? The spore slurry and the spawn method. The only difference really is the slurry, we just toss the bucket, rake it in, put the wood chips on top. Whereas with the, the spawn method, you know, we actually remove some of that top soil from the ground and we laid our spawn. We basically re replaced the top soil method with our own soil, if you will, that we created. And that one will typically have a higher success rate. But again, regardless of a higher success rate, look at it like this. That mushroom spawns expensive. Our slurry method was pretty darn cheap. We used one morel mushroom, created 20 buckets of spores, and we just splashed them around wherever we wanted morels to grow. This method, very controlled, more work than the slurry method. You have to rake up the dirt and you only had one location, whereas we spread our other one out 20 locations. So for me, I'm going with the sl spore slurry method, even though the spawn method is technically easier to grow, right? Or higher success rate of growing. Because we've offset the higher success rate of the spawn by spreading it out over 20 buckets with the slurry method. But that's pretty much it. Um, I, if one thing to be wary of, if you are growing your own morel mushrooms outdoor, check out our other, listen to our other podcast on the real morel versus the false morel. Cause there are four poisonous lookalikes, um, four poisonous lookalikes that to be aware of, because in case one of those happens to pop into your bed that you made, you want to be able to identify them correctly. And I do have links and everything. If you want to links to order the spawn and stuff like that, just check out my article. Um, at curativemushrooms.com. But other than that, if you thought this was useful, that's pretty much all I have. Um, basically, now you have the knowledge to grow your own morel mushrooms, create your own secret morel patch that no one else knows about, and really uh, have a hack the morel season, if you will, or an unfair advantage over all the other morel hunters because you, now you know how to grow your own morels. Pretty darn cheap too. One morel mushroom, that's pretty good. But again, yeah, if you thought this was useful, please share it and tag me. If you share it on Facebook, please tag me. Tag Curated Mushrooms or Oliver Carlin, either one. And I'd love to hear it. Preferably Curated Mushrooms. And then, um, oh, and be sure to uh, register on my on uh, CuratedMushrooms.com for our September drawing. We are giving away some magic mushroom spore prints this month. So um, head over there and um, just enter your email address and you'll be entered to win. But other than that, um, I, wish, I hope you all have a great rest of your day and I'll be talking to you again soon. All righty, bye-bye.
Curative Mushrooms has to post the standard FDA disclaimer. The statements made regarding medicinal mushrooms have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. The efficacy of these products has not been confirmed by FDA-approved research. Creative Mushrooms is not making claims intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. All information presented here is not meant as a substitute for or alternative to information from healthcare practitioners. Please consult your healthcare professional about potential interactions or other possible complications before consuming medicinal mushrooms. The Federal Food, Drug, and Cosmetic Act requires this notice. Thank you.